Hey, what's up? It's Dave Ryan, and welcome to the latest, newest podcast for Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. Let me start off by saying, um, when you ask someone, hey, what do you want to do today? We're going out. What do you want to do? What do they always say? What do they always say? I don't care. Whatever you want to do. So I was just talking to Carson a little while ago because he's got a uh, girlfriend coming over. I don't know if it's his girlfriend. I think it is. Uh, and he's 15. So I'm giving him the parental parental advice. And I said, you know, give a plan for when she comes over. And he said, no. And I said, well, that's okay. You know, just find out what she wants to do. But I can tell you when, when you ask her what she wants to do, she's going to say, I don't care. Whatever you want to do. And I said, and that's fine if she doesn't have any ideas, but then try to have an idea for her so you don't sit there in front of the TV going, geez, I wish we had something to do. And I said, the other mistake is to take a friend or a girl or a woman or whoever you're going out with to do something that only you want to do. And we made a joke. I said, you know, it'd be like saying, hey, guess what? We're going to the monster truck show. And he kind of laughed. And I said, you know what? Believe it or not, there are actually guys who do take their girlfriends or their wives to the monster truck show. And maybe some, sometimes maybe she really wants to go. But a lot of the time she's probably like, oh God, or even worse, the guy who invites somebody over so she can watch him play Madden or so she can watch him play Call of Duty. Um, there are guys that do that. Do you know of any guys that do that? Geez, I hope that you're not seeing a guy that does that. Um, anyway, just a little quick life lesson. And... Uh, I'll give you one more example here of what do you want to do? I don't care. What do you want to do? Uh, if you ever go to with a group of friends to Las Vegas, I, I mean, I've i heard more women say this than guys, that guys will be like, yeah, let's go shoot a machine gun or let's go to the strip club or let's whatever. But I think women, because they are generally more considerate of others, they'll say, what do you want to do? Well, I don't care. Whatever you want to do. Well, do you guys want to see a show? Well, sure. That's fine. Well, what show do you want to see? Well, I don't care. Whatever you want to see. And then there's usually somebody who doesn't have as much money as the rest of the party and they can't really afford to go see a show. So then that's kind of off the table. So just saying, if you go to Las Vegas with a bunch of friends, maybe figure out in advance what you want to do so you don't walk out the door of your hotel room and out onto the strip on a Saturday morning saying, well, what do you want to do? Well, I don't care. Whatever you want to do. So... All right, moving on to the ugliest election that I remember in my life. Now, I've been around since the 19... I remember the 1972 election. Uh, my mom and dad would watch the debates on TV. I remember the 1976 election. That was between Ford and Carter. And then the first one I got to vote in was the 1980 election. I was just barely old enough, like by two weeks, to be able to vote in that election. And uh, I've never in my life seen an uglier election. If you're younger than me and you only remember a couple of elections, let me promise you, most elections are not this ugly. I've never seen one even this close, where both candidates have so much baggage and so much against them that it's just awful. And... Uh, you know, Trump voters aren't really happy with Trump, no matter what they tell you. And Hillary voters, I believe that most of them aren't really happy with Hillary, no matter what they tell you. And uh, and then celebrities get involved, and celebrities only have one opinion, which is super predictable. This is what I decided. I was watching um, Twitter this morning, and Barack Obama said something about where, you know, he said, my God, if I only watched Fox News, I wouldn't vote for me either. And I thought for a second, you know, I don't dislike Barack Obama. And if he were a choice to keep him in, in uh, office for a third term, I would definitely vote for him. 
and I'm not even a big fan of his policies. I just, he's a good man, and I think that's important. You know, you might argue and maybe say he's not a good man, A, B, C, D, E, but you look at somebody like Hillary or Donald, and I don't think either of them are good people. I think that they're both just awful people in different ways, and maybe you would disagree. What about this? How many people have you unfriended because they made awful remarks on your Facebook page? Now, here's my policy on Facebook. If my friend, let's say my friend Walt, who is super conservative, if he puts up something just really awful and hateful, I and I don't like it, I don't comment on his page and tell him what an asshole he is because that's his page. But on my page, I can comment and say whatever I want to. But if I go to your page and I don't agree with your stance on Hillary Clinton, then I don't get to be an asshole to you because it's your page. And that's kind of my policy. So if you want to go on my page and say something like, you know, I don't agree. I think that, you know, this is the the way I see it. Then I think that's okay. But if you're like, you need to educate yourself. You need to stop being so ignorant, etc., well, both sides can say that, and I've unfriended a couple of people because I just could not, I could not put up with their continuing of their awful shit on Facebook. Um, okay, moving on. The election will be over before we know it. Even maybe by the time you hear this podcast, the election will be over. And uh, I, the only thing I can say is, you know what? Even if you don't know who to vote for, you know, Jeez, what do you do? I mean, if you don't know who to vote for, you still have to vote, though. And that, I think, is the thing. Is like there are, I think there's going to be a very big amount of people who don't know who to vote for, and so therefore don't go vote. And I almost understand that. But at the same time, you know, it sounds so cliche, but that's one thing we have in this country, in America, is the right to go vote. So, eh, what can I say? Um, moving on to things that you buy and never use. I'm sitting in my guest room at home and I'm looking around and it struck me two things in this very room that I've bought and don't use. Number one is a little, um, it's a, like, it's like a chair that lets you sit up in bed to watch TV. And I'm looking at it right now. It probably costs 40 or $50. It's got a nightlight attached to it on a uh, little arm so you can crank it around and read a book or whatever. And it's got a cup holder in case you need to take a cup of something to bed with you. I put my cup on the nightstand, um, but I never use it. It's uncomfortable. It looks great, but it sits in the guest room. I never use it. The other thing, and I will caution you against this, and some people will not like this, senior pictures are a giant waste of money. Senior pictures are such a scam and here's what I mean by senior pictures are such a scam. Senior pictures are expensive. And your son or your daughter is very proud and very happy to change outfits 75 times and lean on a wooden fence railing or to stand in front of a hay bale or in front of a marsh or in front of a forest or whatever. And I think that's great. But I'm looking at Allison's and she's got a, a cardboard frame. And it's very nice, and they're all beautiful pictures, but she's changed outfits in every one of the eight pictures, and they're beautiful. And guess where it's sitting? On a shelf in a room we never go into. And I think the photo industry will not like us talking about this, but get one or two great senior pictures. Pick one or two and put it in your living room or 
put it on your Facebook page or put it in your wallet or put it somewhere. But if you get a frame of them captured during their senior year of high school and there's 18 pictures and it costs you $600 to do, it's just not worth it. So if, especially if you're like looking for ways to cut some costs out of your budget, I've been, let me tell you, I've been there three times. Senior pictures, not a great thing to spend money on. What do you think? And what did you buy that you don't use? What did you buy besides gym equipment? And I get that one. I bought a rowing machine, never used it, sold it for a weight bench that I am now not using, but I still plan on it because it's only been in our house for about two or three months. What are you, what did you buy that you don't use? Hey, listen, we didn't cover much of the book today. As a matter of fact, none of it at all, except I think there is something in there about um, about a spouse. And uh, and just the only thing I think in my book is is something that I see a lot of people get wrong when they pick a spouse. They pick a spouse that makes their life more difficult instead of making their life easier. Now listen, Susan and I, we have our moments, that's for sure. But she always makes my life easier. She doesn't have issues that make my life harder. And I don't have issues that make her life harder either, I don't think. I mean, we're both good for each other in that we make each other's life easier. But... If you ignore the fact that your future spouse has a gambling problem or a drinking problem or a drug problem or a temper problem or a money problem, they're only going to make your life harder. And I know that you seem sometimes like love can conquer all and you'll get through it, but trust me when I tell you that it will only get harder. And and if you come to regret the fact that you married somebody with a money problem, with a lazy problem, with a holding down a job problem... That is not going to make your life easier. Please marry somebody who makes your life easier. You'll be happy that you did. And even then, when they make your life easier, things can still get a little bit hinky. And marriage is, you know, marriage is not always the best answer. I think sometimes it's the next answer, but it's not always the best answer. And I will tell you that if you are happy and you're where you are and you're not married, you don't have to get married. Why? Why? Because your friends are getting married? Because you want to throw each other a huge $40,000 party? I don't think you have to do that. Hey, listen, love your feedback. Send me an email to DaveRyan at KDWB.com. I have an email address for this podcast, but I can't remember what it is. Um, It might be takeashowerbook at gmail.com. Anyway, check out my book. It's on Amazon.com. It's called Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. Makes a great Christmas present or stocking stuffer. You can also buy it on itaskabooks.com, and most bookstores still have it or can order it for you. Have a great day. Seriously, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you on the radio on KDWB. Take care.